Presumably, Deputy Doherty, you're referring to comments made by Leo Varadkar over the weekend who said that the crisis in housing supply isn't unique to Ireland and that similar problems are being faced by Britain and beyond. It, it is like the comments that he that he made, and they were in reference to the fact that we have again last week been pushing for supports for households in relation to the cost of their mortgages, and the European Central Bank last week decided again for the eighth time since July to increase the interest rate uh, at a European level, and that has an impact now on hundreds of thousands of uh, uh, people who borrow to buy their own home, which will push up their interest rates. And uh, you know, the 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 Taoiseach came out at the weekend to say, look, you know, basically that these are the kind of normal historic rates, and that people need to kind of put up with them, ruled out any intervention from government. Uh, and I just think that that is completely tone deaf to where people are at uh, in the middle of a cost of living crisis, where we have now households. Um, in some cases, paying up to 9% interest rate on their mortgages. I gave the, the teacher on the Tanishta an example of a number of people who've been in contact with us. Uh, one is a single mother who has seen her the cost of her mortgage increase by €8,000 in a year. Another, uh, a taxi driver that has seen his cost going up by over 4000 And, you know, we don't need even the individual cases. The central bank came out with a report in May and they said that 20% of households are facing an increase of €4,800 on average uh, on the cost of paying their mortgage compared to last year. Now, that's nearly €5,000. And that was before the ECB increased their interest rates in May and again in June. And the worst news, Catherine, is that this isn't over. The ECB are going to increase their interest rates again in July, and they're likely to do the same again in September. And yet the government are saying, we're doing nothing about it. Paddle your own canoe, suck it up. Uh, and that's not just acceptable in my view. Well, they haven't said they're not going to do anything about it. They've said that they will they will do something about it potentially in the upcoming budget, have they not? Well, that was some of the comments that we would have heard uh, in response to my question last Thursday, that it would be considered in the context of the budget. So it would be like the budget obviously deals with changes for next year, for 2024. So the message on, on Thursday was, uh, look, we'll consider this in the budget. We might do something in 2024. And that's not good enough because people need the support now. But then we had Varadkar coming out with his comments, which basically indicated, and as was uh, you know was uh, reported uh, in, in the national broadcast, that he all but ruled out any intervention. And that's why I say that he is absolutely tone deaf uh, to the struggles where, where households are at today. It's just, you know, we're living in the co- uh, at the middle of a cost of living crisis. Uh, house prices are, uh, you know, are way higher than they are. He was trying to say these are the rates that people were paying back in the 80s. Like, how delusional could you get? Like, you know, in terms of being out of touch, there may be the rates that people would have been paying in the 80s. But in the 80s, you were buying houses for a fraction of the cost that you're buying today. This is the problem. They have created uh, a perfect storm for homeowners where house prices are now at peak levels. Uh, we, you know, they, 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 they've breached the Celtic Tiger um, prices. Uh, and now interest rates, as I say, for many people have increased dramatically. So if you're a tracker mortgage, if you're one of the people who uh, are 250,000 people across the state who have a tracker mortgage since last July, you would have got eight letters through your letterbox telling you the interest rate on your mortgage has increased and it would have increased by a total of 4%. Now, 4% 
you know, like a small number, four is a small number, but mm-hmm. that translates to thousands and thousands of euro extra that you're paying in terms of your mortgage. And, you know, something has to give. Uh, and, and, and for a lot of people in the central bank are warning this, that people are going to fall into arrears, that there may be repossessions. And, you know, the government are simply doing nothing. And there is a solution there. And that's what we've been putting forward since last year to bring in mortgage interest relief. And what that does, Catherine, is it basically the state takes on 30% of the additional interest that you've been charged since July of last year. It doesn't it doesn't completely insulate you far from it. What it does is it helps you with the shock in terms of the sudden increase in terms of cost of, of your mortgage. And we used to have a version of mortgage interest relief uh, for, for decades. Uh, we only got rid of it just a, a number of years ago completely. And that was in place at a time when interest rates were a lot, lot lower, when we weren't in the middle of the ho- a, a, a cost of living crisis and when house prices weren't as high as they are today. It has been said, though, that introducing mortgage interest relief could be a terrible idea and that maybe the focus should be on helping renters instead, that mortgage holders are potentially deemed as the more wealthier of the two. Well, look, you know, it's like this. We're in the, we're in the middle of a cost of living crisis and we have forced the government into many actions in relation to helping households during this crisis. Uh, we've seen how they intervened originally in relation to petrol and diesel when prices went above 2%. We've seen how there was energy credits rolled out. They no longer exist and the same with petrol and diesel. But we've seen an intervention in terms of energy costs. And all of those things were necessary mm-hmm. at a time um, because prices had gone up. So if we look at the cost on a household in terms of petrol and diesel because of the increases, or if we look at the cost of a household in terms of energy costs, they are large costs on their, on their own, but they're nowhere near the increase that households have seen in terms of mortgages. Like, as I said, the central bank says 20% of households face €4,800 of an increase, and that was before the last two increases took place and before what happens next month and again in September takes place. So, like, this is the biggest cost of living, single biggest cost of living pressure in any household out there. It's the biggest bill that you will have as a result. And therefore, there needs to be an intervention. We're saying that this needs to be tailored. It can't be for, like, when the government used to bring in mortgage interest relief, it applied to all your interest. uh, And there was no cap in it. So the most wealthiest in society got the most. We have a proposal that only targets the increased interest. We have a cap on it of 1500 which means that it's not going to benefit the most wealthy with the biggest houses and so on and so forth. It's the fair one. And we also believe it should be time limited. It makes absolute sense to do this. We have the resources to do it. Uh, and, you know, one of the things that really, really frustrates people, and I get so many letters as, as spokesperson on finance on this issue, from people who had their loans sold to vultures. We have over 120,000 uh, families who have their mortgages now sold to vultures. I had legislation, Catherine, to block that because there used to be a code of conduct in the central bank to say that you should not a loan should not be sold on without your consent. The the Fianna Fáil party and Fianna Gael blocked my legislation to allow all these loans to be sold to vultures. And at the time, the teacher, Leo Varadkar, and the Minister for Finance said that you will be no worse off if your loan is sold to a vulture. How wrong they were. We pointed out at the time that that is absolutely nonsense, that the vultures will increase interest rates at a higher rate than the, than the, than the normal banks, because the normal banks want your custom, they want your, you know, your loans, they want your uh, student loans, they want your children's accounts and all the rest. Vultures only want 
you know, as much as they can pick off a dead carcass, and that's the reality. So what we've seen now is loans have been sold, for example, from permanent TSB to vultures. Those loans today are being charged 9%, up to 9% interest rates, yet if you were still with permanent TSB, you would be charged around 4.5%. And that's the reality, and the reason why this has happened is because of Fianna Gael and Fianna Fáil. They facilitated and they allowed the loans to be sold on to the vultures and these people now are being penalised. And then when they're looking for support to keep a home and a roof over their heads, the government are basically saying, tighten your belt, paddle your own canoe, you're on your own. And it's simply not acceptable in my view. And that's why we're going to continue to push to, uh, to introduce mortgage interest relief as we've been doing since last year. Okay. Well, when you did raise this in the doll last week um, with the housing minister, Dara O'Brien, and his response, he said something along the lines that if they were introduced, if they were to introduce uh, targeted measures now, that it wasn't the way any responsible government would deal with such matters on an ad hoc basis. Again, like this is kind of the excuse that government come up with. So what he's trying to say is you can only consider these things in the, in the context of the budget. And in the normal run of things, that would be true, right? So this time when the budget was being devised in September, the start of October, mm-hmm. interest rates hadn't gone up eight times. Interest rates hadn't, the ECB rate hadn't gone from zero to 4%. It, it had started to go up, but it only started to go up in July. Now we know what's happening. We know that there's further pain coming. Christine Lagarde uh, has pointed out that there are further increases coming, and therefore there is a requirement to intervene. So since last December, we've been working with the Independent Parliamentary Office right through the budget period to get all of this costed. When we had the proposal, then we put it forward in December, calling for intervention. Now, the government, as I said, are making the argument, you can't do it in this ad hoc basis. Hmm. But that's exactly what the government have been doing. When they introduced a, a relief in, um, on, on, on petrol and diesel, it was outside the budget cycle. When they extended the 9% VAT rate for tourism, outside the budget cycle. When they introduced the credits, outside the budget cycle. Loads of interventions have happened outside the budget cycle. Indeed, we've just in the last month signed off on a mini finance bill outside the budget cycle. And, you know, and this is the kind of bluster we hear from government to try and say, oh, you can't do this. Of course you do this. When people are under so much financial pressure, and actually there's a moral responsibility on those parties because when they actually uh, 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 facilitated the inflection of that pressure by actually selling their loans to the vulture funds, then they have a moral responsibility to act. So there are loads of things that happen uh, all the time outside of the budget cycle uh, where you actually look at issues that have arisen and uh, that maybe haven't been foreseen in the, in, uh, to the level that, you did, that, that, that were going to come. And I don't think anybody at budget time would have um, been saying that ECB were going to introduce or increase their interest rates eight times. Yes, people knew that they were going to inter- mm-hmm. increase their interest rates a number of times. But if they only did it two or three times, Catherine, we wouldn't be arguing for mortgage interest relief. That's the reality. We'd be saying, look, people have to try and absorb this as best they can. But it's gone up eight times. It's gone up 4%. It's going to go up another two times at least. And that's why we're saying you have to intervene. Because these families are saying to us, it doesn't matter if it's an energy bill or a food bill. The reality is that I have to find another €5,000 now to keep a roof over my head 
Otherwise, I fall into arrears. And they're saying to us, where do I get this €5,000? Like, and that's the question that we're putting to government time and time again. And the government, as I said, you know, with Varadkar's statement, you know, which is really, really out of touch and, and, and delusional, in my view, and, 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 and simply doesn't get it, doesn't get where ordinary people are at and the need for intervention in a timely manner and in a targeted way at this point in time. Well, last week as well, when you did raise this with the housing minister, he also said that if energy price caps were brought in as your party proposed, that they would have spiralled out of control. And he also made the argument as to what your party included in, in your alternative budget as it relates to targeted mortgage relief for households. But Catherine, as, as I said, if first of all, the budget is in, in, in October. We design our alternative budget in September. Interest rates only started to go up in July and nobody had predicted that they would go up eight times and further to go up another, at least another two times. So when things like this happen outside the budget cycle, you actually react. And that's why since last December, when it was becoming clear that there was going to be a further scale of increase in mortgages that we came forward with a cost of proposal in terms of government. Now, we've said to government, and I've said it to the Taoiseach, I've said it to Tanisha and the Minister for Housing on, on numerous occasions, if you don't like our proposal. That's fine. Come up with your own. There's loads of ways you can introduce market interest relief, but they're coming up with nothing, and that's not acceptable. The second thing is they, they make the point in terms of energy caps. Let me make, you know, and like people in Donegal in the Northwest, you know, won't be familiar with what happens in France or Germany and all the rest, but right across Europe there is energy caps in place. That's, that's, that's one of the most common things that have happened across European governments to actually support households. So what happened in Germany in at Christmas? At Christmas, the German government, German government are very, very conservative. They're not people that go and spend big. We all know the history during the time of the Troika. What they did is they introduced a price cap on energy for the next year. So basically, households have reduced energy costs throughout the year. But that's not unique. Netherlands did the same thing in terms of uh, at Christmas with energy prices. Um, France has done it. Spain has done it. You know, loads of countries right across Europe. There's nine or ten countries across Europe that have done this. That is the response that has been there as a result of high energy costs to support families during an energy crisis. And we put it to the Minister for Finance because when he sits down at the Euro Eurogroup meetings with all the other Minister for Finance, we've told him to ask his colleagues in Germany and all the rest why they're, if they think that this is such a bad idea to support lower energy costs at a time when it's out of control, then ask his colleagues in France and, Ger- and, and, and Germany and Netherlands and, and Poland and Hungary and all those areas why they're doing it. And do you know what the worst thing is, uh, Catherine? Mm. They're actually having to borrow to do this. They're in deficits. They're actually having to borrow. Yet we have a surplus. We have the resources to do this, but the government aren't willing to make the interventions to support families. So we make absolutely no apologies. In the middle of a cost of living crisis, you have to intervene like countries right throughout Europe are doing to support families in the way that they're doing. Like the prices, like we're at peak prices now in terms of energy costs, yet there's no support whatsoever. All the energy credits are gone. So people who who are getting their energy bills at the minute are getting massive, massive shocks. And of course, there's a, you know, we should be doing the exact same thing that happens across many countries in Europe to support families in this period.